Yo, what's up? It's me, Lainey, your favorite mother bruschetta. You guys were so funny on the last podcast. I could literally hear you saying nothing like, what was that? But actually, you have to know that I had to cut out the really fancy part because that was too much, you know, because I also recorded um, the podcast for um, the University of Vienna because um, I was I wasn't able to do my homework, um, to do two homeworks. And he said, okay, then you can also do a podcast. <laughs> And um, that count. Then when and when you do a podcast, you will get um, ten points, and that's as much as much as I could get for two homeworks. So I thought that's a good deal. <laughs> and thought I could just ramble something out of the pocket. But nonetheless, I think it was important to to say so because ah, uh, it's so crazy when I listen to modern philosophers especially um when you compare modern philosophy to really good philosophy um then you can clearly see that it's just downgrade you know <laughs> so i was trying my best but okay let's talk about philosophy i think that's quite fun what's my favorite philosophers mm. It's not Plato. It's definitely not. You can't expect much from Plato unless you know that actually why it's interesting to read Plato is because he holds the key. Yeah, okay, I say it. He holds the key to uh, one of the seven keys that are hidden around the world to occultism. Unless you do not know that this there's this key hidden in his texts then um yeah it's nice you know but <laughs> yeah <laughs> and no i will not tell you um which key because Santa would have to tell you about a, a, a completely different human race like egg-laying human race. <laughs> and I won't tell you that. And that has nothing to do with this, you know, reptile <laughs> conspiracy shit. But yeah, that's that. So Plato is nice. When I was very young, I fell for um, Fichte. And, of, and for Nietzsche, of course, but that was when around when I was around thirteen years old, I guess, or twelve. I don't know exactly how old I was. I just remember that my parents got really, really angry <laughs> and telling me that I should immediately stop reading this because obviously I'm not capable to understand that. And then they gave me some, you know book for teenagers about philosophy and I made it barely through the first chapter <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah and then my grandfather gave me 
some books on the Kabbalah, um, the old translation, the Papus Kabbalah, for example. And I, <laughs> I was like, okay, then I study the Kabbalah instead. <laughs> And I didn't thought uh, it was cool. It was it was nothing like that because then when I I've been to to um, to high school, there was this guy who was into you know um, magic and black magic and occultism, and I was like, ooh, this guy is you know, ooh, I I wanna you know know what he knows. <laughs> Um, instead of, you know, recognizing myself and my own studies. But that was just that, you know, I was young, I was a stupid mental projector. <laughs> um, okay, but, okay, that was Plato. I also had a, I had a time in my life when I thought Schlegel is pretty cool, but I don't know why. Then I, when I was around 18 or 19 years old, um, I started to dislike Nietzsche suddenly. I don't know why. I just thought it's too, too uh, indifferent. And actually that was the time when I was studying hardcore occultism, like really reading everything I could about it. So I kind of lost interest in philosophy no i didn't but what was the what was i re no i was into more into cut, cultural studies actually i was reading um young cut for example and i was reading Egon friedel um that i found it quite interesting and then very soon i came back to nietzsche and it knocked me out for one year <laughs> shut up my world view <laughs> I wasn't able to do much because I really, suddenly, I really understood him. And I wasn't able to move for one year, I guess. I was laying on my sofa trying to collect that what is left of me. <laughs> yeah, it was quite fun. Then, um, then I had a time when I totally studied The Critique of the Pure Reason. I think it's one of the best books ever written on earth it's really really good and people totally don't get what uh, Kant is doing there uh, especially at the university they're telling you some shit about the critique of the pure reason and I'm always like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the same like you know Hegel I don't like the phenomena uh, the phenomenology um of Hegel I don't like it I think it's it's kind of yeah, it's nice, but you know, it's it's not more than nice. But I really fell for logic, for his logical writings. He's really, really good in, in there. Yeah, that was there. And um, still now I think it's 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 Nietzsche actually is uh, the one and only Spinoza. I also love Spinoza. The Ethics, for example, is really good, really good. So... Um, I'm more into the, the logic ones, I guess. Because what I really do like about logic is that it's not <laughs> emotional. <laughs> it's just, you know, these, these oh God, I don't like it, this mysticism. Uh, nah, 
no with me, not with me. I finally found out that I'm an, uh, in Yismaya personality test. That was the first personality test I really liked. It was that, I was, that I'm an INTG personality type, like the mastermind. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, philosophy is actually quite funny. Just few people get that it's actually really a funny business. And I also like the um, the pragmatism the Americans came up with. I really like that. It's a good concept because I'm just so into Nietzsche. Like, fall for everything that ranks the body and the instinct and the life and the movement of life much higher than the intellect and the reason because you know I, I guess that's the reason why I actually like human design because the human design uh, theory is very suspicious of the mind and that's actually a really good thing that you should really, you know, listen to your body instead. <laughs> and yeah, Nietzsche, of course, said so. And also Spinoza, of course. These field theories, you know, you're not some, you know, individual living on your own, in your own bubble. And there are the others and you look at them. And you... Philosophy, especially in Europe, um, forgot about, you know, these uh, interactive, very, very ontologically seen important uh, stuff that is actually going on on planet Earth and with everything, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm in, I'm in such a playful mood today because I thought of, of the podcast and I, I, it was so fun. I could hear you like, whoa, that? could you please explain that any further? Yeah, of course I can do. You know what? Uh, there are these people who claim to be so spiritual, woke running around like you know i'm superior i'm morally more developed because <laughs> and i'm always like no no leave me alone go 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 away i don't want to see you shut up you know you it is i'm like you know i'm like you're cute but could you please shut up thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's nasty, I know, it's nasty. But that's where um it's like masterminds, you know. I don't like I don't like these, you know, unelaborated thoughts coming out of someone's mind. Especially when they're trying to nail something <laughs> to say you know there is these you know these especially man it, it really is a, is a man thing to do like they're kind of one and one is two and i'm like okay yeah now but you have to listen one and one is two 
that means two is one and one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, go, go play with the other kids, okay? <laughs> That's also the reason I left um, the art sector. I was into acting when I was very young. <laughs> But uh, you know, no. These artists, God, you know, calling you in the middle of the night. I have to finish a book. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, get your shit together. Why you call me? Why is this my business that you have to finish a book? Yeah, but I have to, and I don't know why. And I said, yeah, just write it down, okay? Yeah, but I have so many good things and I don't know what to do. And could you help me, please? No. I'm like, no. <laughs> Imagine when everything I do, something I ask you, could you please help me write my article? Or could you please help me producing? Uh, could you please design my website because and I mean no it's like no <laughs> go play with the kitties you know bother someone else with your ego problems please love me I'm so I'm so nasty I know I'm ter I'm a terrible person I gave them PTSD <laughs> but what to do what to do what to do that's just the way it is but yeah it's fun though when you do not identify with the shit that is happening and that's exactly the other point is I couldn't tell the whole audience that, uh, there you know <laughs> at the university that they just should stop to identify with that what their mind came up with because of course you know that's sacrosanct in a way the holy spirit <laughs> <laughs> not to make fun of the holy spirit itself but to these people who claim that they already you know when they say one and one is two then that's you know That's the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But I love them. They're nice. They're cute. Trying to make sense of the world. Trying to make sense of themselves. Like, I'm always like, no, you stop it. It's not possible. It you You're looking at the wrong place, you know. You... There is no thing you can look at and say, yeah, that's the thing, and now I discovered it, and now I'm smart, and I'm a philosopher. Like, no, no, please, don't, don't, don't come up with some weird concept of reality, please. <laughs> Anita was so good in destroying that, and all this metaphysics. Ah. Uh, God, leave me alone with that. You want to see a, a higher world behind this world? I mean, no, that's a nightmare. That's not metaphysics, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, but what you do? I mean, when you tell them, they look at you like crazy. Of course. I mean, that's what they believe in, no one likes their belief system getting destroyed. 
because that hurts. I mean, I I can remember when that happened to me. That that really hurts. That knocks you out when you do it properly. The same like people confuse enlightenment with some <laughs> some uh, enlightened persona they create like running around in pink and and everything is love and you are happy everly after <laughs> and it's like no <laughs> haven't you watched matrix huh? <laughs> it's like sometimes i feel like this figure like when he said that um when he I feel like sci-fi actually so he ate this you know steak and he said okay the matrix is telling me that the steak is juicy and tastes good but you know what I know that it's not real and sometimes I wish I can go back to the moment when I <laughs> finally can enjoy my fucking steak without knowing it's just a, it's just a, just part of the matrix that's how it feels you know sometimes sometimes but i do not wish to go back but it's so different <laughs> and this one time when i was in a hegel uh, group um we read Hegel and that was very soon after I came, you know, to all these, you know, uh, I took the red pill and the blue pill and, and stuff. And um, I, I, I made them wake up for a few seconds and you could really see the difference in their face. And then the mind kicked in, of course, trying to make sense of what is happening now. And of course, the moment, the opportunity was gone. But what can I tell you? It's like the same like I don't like human design for the same reason. I mean, it would be a good theory if you would not identify with the theory instead of, you know... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. The mind. The mind is really, really tricky. But on the other hand, the mind is also capable to wake you up. You have to go to this point, and that's painful. That's not funny. It really isn't. It destroys you. And actually, no one really likes that. So stop pretending you're enlightened. <laughs> and stop bothering me. <laughs> yeah. So that's just... Uh, I know that it's not helpful, but I mean, I, I, I cannot, I cannot do the work for you. You have to do it. I just can't tell you that this is really bad. <laughs> but as much as it's bad, as much as it's fun. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will go to bed now because tomorrow I have to uh, wake up at six o'clock but I'm the whole day I'm tired you know like ah oh, yeah I, today I got to bed early but as soon as the clock hits 10 I wake up <laughs> uh, yeah maybe I should do some new arrangement but let's see so I hope that helps this little follow up 
because what I really actually tried to say is, you know, um, that what you make sense of is most probably that what makes no sense. And your mind is trying and trying and trying and trying and trick you in all sorts of concepts. When you instead actually have to let go of this, you know, sense, because this is the sweet point where life actually starts to become funny again. Yes. <laughs> then there was this grand person, you know him. Oh God. He said such stupid things. He said stuff like, so when there's a bathroom, there's always water. And I'm like, no, bitch. You haven't seen an abandoned bathroom in the desert yet. There's no water. Yeah, but, you know, his mind was stronger than the common sense. <laughs> Okay, I stop now. I stop now. I think that's enough. <laughs> that, that should be, that's, you know, the explanation of the podcast I did before. But I mean, I couldn't make such a podcast for the university. You understand that, right? As always, I love yous, much of them. And um, take care.